You're listening to Behind the Bliss, a weekly podcast where Rachel Autry brings conversations to you from women that share what's behind their highlight reel. Each episode is designed for you to see a message from the mess and encourage you to find balance in the bliss. We know that what you're facing is important for shaping who God has created you to be. Some may say it's a process that often happens behind the bliss. Here's today's episode. Welcome back to the 201st episode of Behind the Bliss podcast. That is so crazy. That's wild. 200 plus episodes. And it's taken a lot. It's taken a lot of people. It's taken a lot of time. It's taken a lot of you guys to make this a thing. And so I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for listening to this thing that we've created and to this world that you are a part of. And we so are grateful that you're here. We thought maybe for the 200th plus episode, 201st actually, we would do a fun like, hey, here's what we've learned the past 200 times we've done this slash we can't believe it's 200 plus. And then also what I'm loving right now, which is perfect timing because fall is finally here. It's so wild to think through doing this over and over again every week for the past few years for you guys because There have been times when I'm like, man, I wonder if anyone's even listening or I wonder if this content is even making sense or whatever. Like there's lots of thoughts that I have in my head that I have to sometimes just push down. But it's actually really cool whenever I start thinking through these thoughts and I'm praying about it. I'm like, hey, Lord, like, is this legit? Is this for us? Is this for real? There's something or someone who speaks up and emails us, direct messages me whatever it looks like to say, hey, I'm glad that this is a thing. I'm glad that it's here. I needed it today. And so that's what gives us truly the fuel to keep going. And the things that come to our mind, the content that we go through, the series that we host are all from your feedback. So just know that if you ever are like, oh, I think it would be weird if I messaged her. or I think it would be weird if I emailed them. It is not weird. It is like our favorite thing when we get an email from one of you, whether it is constructive criticism or it's something like, hey, I really loved this or hey, I'm looking for this. Does it exist yet? Because that's what we do. We do this for you. We don't do this for me. We don't do this for anybody else other than Jesus himself and you because you're our people and we want to serve you well. And we have some incredible people that have been offered to us for conversations and opportunities that have opened up to be able to have these conversations with you from people that I consider experts in their topics. So we've had some of my faith heroes on to share what they've been walking through, things in their life that are going on that they might want to share with us, just like what they've learned through it all. And then I've also had the privilege and honor to just talk to you behind the mic, just me and be just who I really want to be. And I'll say, like, it's really hard to just completely be yourself on a lot of platforms. But for some reason, you guys have made it so comfortable to just be me. And so you've heard some of my funny, awkward stories. You have heard me say and slip up and say things. You have been so forgiving and kind when I have to go back and correct myself. Like, this is just, y'all are my people. I feel like I can just be completely me, which is what makes this also so much fun. So from the bottom of my heart, seriously, thank you so much for not only just showing up, but showing up with just yourself too, willing to learn and listen with me to some of these incredible guests that we've had on the show, to laugh with me through some of life's crazy moments. And then we also think like we've grown up together. If you've listened to anywhere of the beginning episodes of Behind the Bliss podcast, then you were with me in the trenches of like the beginning years of marriage, which weren't bad necessarily, but they just were hard. We were moving a lot, learning a lot 
learning about each other, walking through infertility. And now here we are on not necessarily the other side, but we are in this other phase of life where we are becoming moms together, doing life together in marriage, in family life, in friendships, in funny, awkward content and topics. And I'm just so glad that you're here. Just felt like I needed to say all that before continuing on. But I will say that I have learned a lot just specifically through this podcast. Like, of course, you can learn a lot in life, but I feel like I've learned a lot through hosting this podcast from talking to these people that I've been sharing about, like Ellie Holcomb, Carrie Job, Matthew West, Ruth Cho Simons, like all these people that when I get an email from their people saying, hey, we want her to be on your show or him to be on your show, I freak out on the inside a little bit, like Amanda Carpenter, Alexandra Hoover, like all these people that we've had recently and obviously going way back when are so much fun. And I've learned so much from them. But I'll tell you this, when having a conversation with all these people about what is behind their bliss or what's something that they've learned or walked through, what story are they telling? What message do they have for us? There are some streamlined, streamlined themes. Like there are things that have been carried through each episode that I'm, I'm seeing highlighted in my own life, but specifically in my podcast venture that I just want to bring to your attention too, because they're truths. They're things that if 200 plus people are saying this then, and it's in the Bible, then we need to believe it and cling to it as truth and do something about it. So I wanted to share some of those with you from my heart, from what I've gathered through doing this show, and hopefully you've gathered through listening. These are some cool reminders. Uh, The first one is that God shows up in unordinary and ordinary moments. It's true. Like we have heard the craziest, coolest, miraculous stories of people being healed, of um, women being rescued out of sex trafficking. If you haven't listened to Rebecca Bender or Holly Christine Hayes stories, I will link those episodes in the show notes because they are incredible stories about how they got out of the bondage of sex trafficking. Like what? weird, crazy, miraculous, love it, God, yes, do it again stories. But then we also have these mundane moments that we've heard from, from moms dealing with postpartum anxiety behind closed doors with just her and her baby. And we've heard from women who are overcoming body shame, like Jess Connolly, who are sharing that journey with us and what it looks like for us to do that too. Like from moments from the refrigerator to the car rider lines to (laughs) nursing or rocking our babies in the middle of the night back to sleep to the miracles, like God is in the middle of all of it. And yes, that sounds so easy to remember. Of course, easy to believe, but it's really hard to put into practice in our own lives. Like it's easy to believe that for somebody else, but I'm convicted that it's hard for me to claim that as truth for me. And so in the moments that I'm matching socks from doing my laundry (laughs) to um, folding blankets or doing dishes and starting the dishwasher at the end of the night. Like those are the moments that God can be present in if I invite him into them. And I just want to take a deep breath and remember that for all of us, because I think so many times we feel like God isn't there. Maybe God's not listening or he's just harder to find, but I don't think he's harder to find. I think maybe we haven't looked as hard as we think we are. And in Jeremiah twenty nine thirteen, he says, you'll seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart with all of your day, with all of everything that you have, not just the moments we're sitting in front of our Bible, not just the moments we're at church or at small group. It is the folding socks. It is the opening refrigerator, meal prepping for ourselves and our family, car rider lines, whatever it looks like for you in your life, God can meet you there. Also love that almost everyone I've had the chance to speak with uh, on the podcast as a guest has felt 
almost unqualified at some point in the topic that they are bringing to our table, per se. Um, at some point in their life, they were like, this is not something I'm qualified to talk about. Like, this is something that I need to be quiet about or learn more about before I speak up and open up about it. But they went for it anyways out of courage. And aren't we so grateful that they showed up, even though they may have felt unqualified at some point? Because I and I would just dare to say that you as well have learned so much from some of the friends we've had on the show. So I say courage and I use that word that they went for it anyways out of courage because courage is beautiful if you think about it. It's not not being afraid. It's not courage isn't saying, oh, I'm brave. Like, I can do this. Courage is being afraid, but doing it anyways, being scared out of your mind, frightened what people are going to think, shaking in your actual boots and showing up on the lines and being like, you know what? Not sure how this is going to turn out, but I feel like I need to be here. So I'm going to show up anyways. And those are the moments that God can come through in the craziest ways when we say, here I am, send me. So I feel like almost all of the people I've ever talked to on the show that I have published on the show have been people that have felt unqualified, but showed up anyways out of courage and look what God did. He helped them write a book. He gave them a song to sing or write. He gave them a message to preach from a pulpit. He gave them children to preach to and put him on display for. Like there are so many things that God can do when you just show up anyways out of courage. So that's something I'm going to be taking to heart from these past 200 episodes. They've also all had a message from something that they've learned through life, which tells me this, that the mountain that you're facing or the mountain you faced will become your message and will reach people at the right appointed time. I haven't talked to anybody on the show that was like, you know what? I haven't been through this, but I have some wisdom to share about it. Never. Oh my goodness. I cannot speak to some lives of some people because I'm like, I've been through some of the things but I haven't been through all the things. And although I can remind you of truth, like this is not my expertise. This is not my area, my arena to share wisdom on this topic. Like this is the moment I lean in and I listen to you not like speak directly at you, if that makes sense. But the people that have brought their messages, their messages have come from their mess. Their messages have come from the places that they have felt defeated at one point, unqualified in, like we talked about just before. Like all these things have led to this message moment. And so for me, I'm so encouraged by that. Every time someone says, you know, I had to walk through this to learn that, I'm like, praise God. Because there are some things I'm walking through in my life right now that I pray are going to turn water into wine one day that I can share that wine with someone else and be like, you know what? I've been there and I was there or I am there. And here's what God's teaching me through it. And that that message would be revealed to me too from the crazy messes that I'm experiencing in life. And then this is something that I don't feel like I really have mentioned on the show necessarily before. But I do feel like it is so true. And as I was kind of reflecting over the past 200 plus episodes, it's so beautiful because I've heard this message and I've practiced this message, but it's something that I I think I just need to honestly release myself in and feel a little bit more freedom to do more often. You can change your mind, okay? I don't know who you are or what you're doing or where you are in life, but I just feel like someone needs to hear the message because I do too, that you can change your mind and you can do things differently than how they've always been done. Let me give you an example. And I will also say you might get some flack for it, but it is if it brings you peace, you need to chase it. And if it takes your peace, it's too expensive. You need to find another route. You need to find a new way. We have almost always had guests on our show, like almost always. And maternity leave came for me with Maddox back in March of 2021. 
And we were obviously prepping interviews and had all that ready so that although he was born in March last year, we had episodes that were saved and edited, ready to go scheduled until like June, which was such a blessing. But then came June. And honestly, I wasn't ready to return to the microphone for conversations with people. Um, There were things in my own life I was wrestling and sorting through that I wasn't going to be fake and show up to a microphone to have a conversation with so-and-so because that's what I was supposed to do. I really felt moved that this needed to be a little bit reconfigured for that season. It was also logistically hard. I work off of nap times. Praise God, Maddox is in a little bit of a school program, but we're not going to be there long with this next baby being due in a few months. That I work off of nap times. Like anytime I get for free, I am sitting in front of this microphone chatting with you, chatting with somebody else for you, whatever it looks like. And it is my joy, my privilege. But in that season when nap times were inconsistent, didn't really know when I was going to be able to show up behind the microphone. Scheduling guests and Zoom calls and recordings was literally miserable um, for probably both me and the guests because we were both having to reschedule. Maddox would wake up early from a nap. I'd have to try and find childcare. Like it was a whole thing. And I finally felt the Lord say, Rachel, what are you doing? What are you doing? If it's not working, it's not working. Like, let's reroute. Let's find a new way to do this. And clearly felt him say, like, the way that it's always been done is not the way it should always be. And I just felt this release of pressure and almost this release, like, you can change your mind. You can step away from the podcast. You can go silent for a few weeks from the podcast. You can do solo shows for the podcast. There are a lot of routes you can take if this one's not working. And it's so true. And we did. We took several of those routes. We went silent for a few weeks just so that I could clear my my head, figure out a little bit about my schedule, some sort of rhythm or routine that was going to take place in our house so that I could find life behind the podcast mic again because I desired to show up in that way. And then we also had to plan some content because I said yeah to the whole solo show idea and decided maybe I'm not going to have guests on the show as frequently because that's just really difficult to manage with my time and I'm sure theirs. And I want to be able to honor their time and honor you and my promise to you to bring you a weekly show every week. So anyways, just sat down, figured out our values, figured out what was important and brought you a lot of solo shows. Now I have to say, I rarely do this, but I just need to say this because you're my people. Like I said, you deserve the facts (laughs) that we got this one review that was like, I don't even remember exactly what it said, but it was like, where did all the good shows go? Like you used to bring such godly content with other women. And now all of a sudden it's all about you. And I'm like, oh, dang, because my biggest fear is to be misunderstood. And what I felt like that person didn't see was the intention and the thoughtfulness that was going behind those shows to bring you rich, hopefully flavorful content that either included Jesus because there was scripture involved or included Jesus because I was sharing where I was finding peace in my life and where he was showing up, whether it was my favorite jeans or playlists or whatnot, like God cares about the details too. And so I felt super disappointed in myself and disappointed in the podcast because it changed my mind. But I really just feel like someone out there needs to hear that you have the permission to change your mind. And I'll say it again. I said it before a few minutes ago. If it's somewhere you'll find peace, it's worth it. And if it's somewhere that peace is lacking, it's too expensive because there are things that you're called to in life that you cannot do by scraping the bottom of the barrel. That Those people and you and the Lord himself desires and deserves the first fruits of your life, not scraping the bottom of the barrel. The people and yourself does also deserve to be happy for you to show up authentically you 
whether it's upset or living on a mountaintop, like they want the best version of you. And that can't happen if you're experiencing a lack of peace because it's taking away and sucking all your energy and all your joy and all the things that you could be using to invest in yourself, to invest in your spiritual health, to invest in your physical health, emotional health, whatever it looks like. So just take a step back, look at your life, audit a little bit about what that looks like. What do I value and what does my day look like and do they match? Okay. And if they don't match, change your mind, change it, switch it up, girl. You can do this, switch it up. It might be really uncomfortable because it was really uncomfortable for me. You might get some flack because we got some public flack for it. I'm still trying to like figure out what to do with, but it is worth every penny and it is worth every moment to just switch it up. Okay. Okay. One of my favorite parts about being behind the microphone is sharing what I'm loving with you guys. I often get to hear these things from the guests that we have on the show, and they have some super fun ones, whether they're just life rhythms that they're doing, like going on walks with their family, Amazon finds, beauty finds, or recommendations, um, different subscriptions or apps or books that they're reading. Like It is so much fun. And you know what's even more fun than fun things that I'm loving in life? Fun things about fall that I'm loving life because... It is September, guys. It is almost fall. I am that girl that has pumpkins on her front porch right now. No shame in the game. I am guilty, okay? They might rot before Thanksgiving, and that's okay. But it's worth it for right now because it makes you so happy coming up to my house and seeing my little pumpkins. Um, Okay, here's some things I'm loving that are like fall favorites that I really want to share with you guys because although it's early, I want you to be able to have this like on your list for your grocery store visit next. Um, I want to be able to share this with you so you can go ahead and have things playing in your house or whatever. Okay, you need to try out this butternut squash recipe that I tried. I am all things like squash gourds pumpkins whenever it comes to fall I just feel like it fits but I made this butternut squash pasta recipe I'll save it in the show notes for you like actually link the Pinterest pin that I found for it Um, but we had a dinner party over at our house we just had some friends over and I wanted to make something yummy and fun and fall and something everyone would love who doesn't love pasta okay so we did uh like alfredo but then our sauce was made with butternut squash so we I got the cubed peeled version from Trader Joe's. You could also, so much cheaper to just like buy your own butternut squash and cube it and peel it, but like didn't have time for that. You throw it in the oven, okay? You bake it for a while. You roast it so that it gets caramelized and kind of like brownish. And then you throw it in some heavy whipping cream and some garlic and I'm trying to think what else. Basically, some spices. Again, refer to the the link in the show notes we're going to put for this because it's so good. And you throw it all into a blender and you blend it all up so that it makes a consistency of like marinara sauce. And then you pour it on top of your pasta. And you can do this with any meat. You could add steak if you wanted to. We did chicken. Chicken was really yummy. Um, And then we did a fun salad as a side and some bread or whatever. But the butternut squash sauce was game changer and everyone was like, what the heck? This is amazing. So I wanted to share that with you. If you wanted to take a shortcut, (laughs) I saw these at Trader Joe's. Didn't get it, so I can't vouch to try it. But I saw my friend Dylan post about it on her Instagram story and she said it was amazing. So what Dylan says goes. And it's a butternut squash mac and cheese. So it's the same idea. Like instead of it being the cheddar, like yellow cheese sauce on macaroni and cheese, it's this butternut squash macaroni and cheese. Uh, That should be amazing. So if you don't want to go through the whole like cooking conundrum, you can just buy the macaroni and cheese at Trader Joe's. It's butternut squash. Okay. Uh, Next fun fall thing that you need to know about. 
Pretty sure I mentioned this in last week's episode. In the intro. Maybe I didn't. Honestly, pregnancy brain, can't remember. But it is my fall playlist. I have two. I have one that's like a general fun fall playlist that's got like Ray LaMontagne, a little bit of Lumineers, um, Johnny Swim, like really cozy vibes. But then I also have a fall worship playlist that is all worship music that truly you would not even know is worship. It is so fun to listen to and have on in your house. Very inconspicuous. So if you wanted to have people over and still have like your environment be uplifting, it's a great thing to start playing. Um, Ryan Ellis is somebody you should listen to. He is on that playlist. And then also John Mark Pantana. They are both, I don't know if I'm pronouncing their names right, but they are both artists that are on that playlist that I put together and they have just the warmest, the warmest voices. And they're like folky, but not trendy music, but not like, I don't know how to explain it. Incredible. And we listen to that in the Autry household year round. You deserve to know. Okay. You can find those both on Spotify. If you search Rachel Autry on Spotify, you'll find my account and on my playlist, or we'll link them specifically in the show notes. Of course, always. This one's kind of silly, but it's just so worth mentioning. I used to think that dresses and tennis shoes were only for Disney World. (laughs) That was like a rule in my head I had for my wardrobe. I was like, I am not allowed to wear tennis shoes with dresses unless I am at Disney World because it is weird look, Rachel. And it's not. Okay, you go find some cute tennis shoes. I found some at DSW that are all white platform, cutie little like leather sneakers, and they go with just about anything in my closet. Great really great buy. And I just throw those on with a dress truly because it's like the only thing I can wear right now anyways being pregnant. But it's a fun outfit. It's a cute outfit, especially for that transition, like the fall, the summer to fall transition when it's kind of hot. Like today it's 92 degrees outside. What the heck? Yesterday it was 78. So not sure what's really happening, but I do know that dresses and sneakers work in either either of the temperatures. So it's a great thing to do. Invest in some cutie little dresses. If you don't know, I'll say it again. I love Newly N-U-U-L-Y. It's a clothing rental subscription. <laughs> so you can pick six to eight pieces a month to rent for your closet. And then you wear them as much as you want and you keep them as long as you want. You'll just be charged every month and then you can send them back and get new pieces. It's so much fun. There's so many reviews so you can make sure the pieces will work for you and see what sizes you should get. It's amazing. I have $10 off that I will add to the show notes as well if you wanted to try out a month, but it's perfect for this like not quite sure what the weather's like journey. Um, Also really great if you're expecting and you're trying to dress a bump this season because I have like no reason to go buy clothes right now because my body will never be the same in a lot of different ways. (laughs) So I don't want to go and get like cute maternity clothes. What if I'm never pregnant in the fall again, you know? Um, So anyways, Newly is the best and has kind of saved my tush in that area. I want to share it with you. It is not even sponsored content. Newly, if you're listening, please sponsor me. Okay. I I hope to think that I brought a lot of subscribers to your attention because they, y'all are so truly amazing. We love you, Newly. If you haven't tried it, you can just for like a month and then you can cancel whatever if you hate it. But trust me, you won't. I have been doing this for almost two years straight <laughs> and it's amazing. It saved me a lot of money. Okay. And then another food item because I just feel like fall, it's like candles, music, and food. All right. And the weather, of course. But like, The things that we can like do or buy or use or share is like always food, candles, music. Okay. The food 
have another suggestion for you. If you have yet to make sweet potato pancakes, I have a recipe that you need to try. Um, I have like tweaked a sweet potato pancake recipe that I found online to be the perfect, like sweet, savory. You can add like lots of different fun toppings to this to make it as fall-ish as you want to, but it takes one sweet potato you just cook the thing and you basically make like normal pancake recipe and you just put the sweet potato in there and it smells because I think you use, pretty sure you use like pumpkin pie spice if I'm not mistaken. I use a little bit of that and like a dash of cinnamon and it just smells up your house like fall so well. It is amazing. The perfect Saturday morning, throw some syrup on it, throw some good butter on it, make some bacon on the side, y'all. It is so good. So try the sweet potato pancakes. I'll have that recipe in the show notes as well. But just know, Okay, I just need to round this up that you guys are the best. You're my squad. You're my people. And I'm so thankful I get to share this part of my life with you guys. It is a joy and a privilege that I don't take lightly. If there's anything we can ever do for you, of course, you know, you can reach out to support at behindtheblisspodcast.com or you can reach out to us over on our Instagram platform um, or find us anywhere else. Okay, you know, that would be really fun. We still have some apparel online. So if you wanted to go and purchase some apparel, we have that available for you as well that we'll put in the show notes. And other than that, of course, if you need anything, have any, like I said, criticism, constructive, please hopefully let us know. If you haven't yet, leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, whatever platform you listen to this on. We love to read your reviews. They bring us so much life. And I'm just so grateful. We are 200 episodes down and maybe, hopefully, prayerfully, (laughs) we'll have 200 more to go. Just really grateful that you listen and happy that you were here today. Have a great week. This episode of Behind the Bliss podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more episodes so you don't miss episodes full of encouragement. And don't forget to rate and review so that we can continue to bring you the best content. See you in the next episode.